Hey, beautiful humans. It's time to stop sacrificing for everyone else and put you first. Are you feeling tired, stuck, or disconnected? Or maybe you're just looking to be the best version of you. I'm Mary Wong. And I'm Dr. Tanya Wild, and this is Embrace Embrace You First, First, a podcast to help you thrive and not just survive. We are busy moms, successful entrepreneurs, and doctors in the field of natural medicine with over 40 years combined clinical experience. You're going to learn from our professional expertise and our juicy secrets that have helped thousands of men and women just like you. We are going to teach you practical and doable strategies on health, relationships, and career. So sit back, relax, and get ready to embrace you right now. In today's episode, we are super thrilled to have Prerna with us. And um, the reason why I'm just like, we're just so moved by you because you're coming on here to share your story because you had had acne issues. And, you know, we'll get into the depths of your story in a moment. But to begin with, it's like, you know, people feel embarrassed by it. And yet you overcame and you now have a successful career in the field of makeup artistry. You have your own company. So I can't wait to hear more about that. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I've been dealing with acne since I would say my mid 20s. When I was a teenager, I had like, you know, the typical topical acne that literally goes away once you use a face wash. But now, like in my 20s onwards, I'm 32 now, it's just been a really big struggle. It's cystic acne, just, it's not the same. You can't just use a face wash and it'll go away, right? It's it's like a whole internal change that needs to take place. So what kind of impact did it have for your confidence? Oh, yeah, it was not a good time. I remember when my acne was really severe, I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to dress up because I felt like no matter what I wore or how much makeup I put on, I just didn't feel good or like beautiful. And it's so weird how there's so much pressure around skin being flawless, especially now with Instagram and all these other social media apps because everything is so filtered. So you have these expectations for your own self that you have to look flawless and have like the perfect skin. And that's why I was like, you know what? screw it. I'm just going to share my journey and just be who I am because I'm not always going to have flawless skin because it's just one of those things that you can't always control. You can just manage and have like in place. Yeah. And how did you manage up until this point? Was there hiding? Did you hide? Because as a makeup artist, I mean, you're so well accomplished and uh, I would love to just hear the story behind, you know, even how did you become so successful and with, you know, your confidence rock, did you end up kind of like, how did you approach say, like, for example, on social media, did yeah. you post pictures of yourself before or did you hide? I went through a phase where I didn't really want to post myself if I'm going to be extremely honest, because I just felt like no matter what photos I took of myself I didn't look beautiful because of the texture of my skin or it's like even if it looked good to others I didn't look at myself like that so I had to change the lens I was looking at myself through right with time and healing so it wasn't just healing the skin it was healing your mind it actually goes so much deeper a lot of people think it's a superficial thing but it really does go deeper and totally right yeah, and it covers your emotions and 
your own personal mindset. So what did you do along the way to help yourself? So when I first started dealing with acne, I wasn't sure what to do. Went to like a doctor and, you know, I was on the pill because I thought that was my only answer. I had tried spending like thousands of dollars going to med spas, doing treatments, like different face washes, topical, like just, just, you name it, I've done it. So at that point I was like, okay, I've literally spent like five, $7,000, nothing's helping. So let me go see a doctor. And obviously the only answer was to go on the birth control pill. So I did go on the pill, but the minute I got off, everything was just like right there, it erupted again. Then I tried seeing different naturopaths until I found Dr. Tanya, which was like the answer to my prayers because after that I haven't struggled the way I did before because with other professionals I feel like it wasn't the right fit I wasn't getting the results I wanted and I don't think they fully understood the struggle when you take the pill maybe I'm not saying everyone but for me I just took the pill and carried on with my life I wasn't digging in deeper on a you know internal higher self or spiritual level or digging in deeper with my mental health or with my gut health or all these other things or movement, because you don't need to worry about those things as much. You have the magic pill and it does most of the job for you, right? In that given moment while you're on it. Whereas when you're going through this approach, you really have to face all the other things that are maybe off with your body or mind. Like my gut health, for example, like cutting out certain things has made a huge difference. I'm not as bloated as I used to be. And I know when I do get bloated, it's because I'm eating certain things. Right. And I'm going to add to that. You can take the oral contraceptive pill. If you know, your acne is really serious and definitely seek the advice of a medical practitioner, holistic practitioner, and you can combine treatments and then come off the pill and, and be in a better place uh, hormonally so that it doesn't resurface. Because I guess the biggest issue is, you know, when you're given the pill, you're not given a diagnosis per se, and then you don't have the tools for coming off of it. Everything comes back. Like you said, when you got off the pill, the acne just came back with a vengeance. Right. And so what you're basically reiterating is that, you know, the pill can be great and it's very effective for the treatment in the moment. So, yeah. And then what we're adding in is like all the stuff that you can take on in your lifestyle and diet that actually works from the inside so that it can prevent it from coming back out later. So when you get off the pill, yes. you're not going to have the resurgence. Treat right? the root cause. Treat the root. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're maintaining your body and keeping it balanced. And yeah, for sure. Like, honestly, when I did go on the pill, I was really happy in that given moment. So I am going to add that, like, I'm not against it at all. It's just, mm-hmm. it was the only issue was the minute you get off, everything is right there. And that's where it went downhill for me personally. And also when I was on it, it made me not myself. And I've heard that from some mm-hmm. people and other people I know they're like, Hey, I was chilling. I was fine. I was fully normal. Me on the other hand, I started to wake up and I would just want to cry. Like it made me so depressed. Aww. So I'm like, this, yes. that's not who I am as a person. I'm very like outgoing and bubbly. So I'm like, this is not me. What's happening. I don't feel like I'm me inside my own body. So that's why I had gotten off, but it literally helped so much to clear up my acne because nothing was working at that point. Right. So I, yeah. It has well, like, you know, everything in life has its positives and negatives. I'm all about what can I do naturally for the most part. And then I'm not against medical grade anything either like all my skincare is medical grade I go get treatments done 
with like machines, chemicals, this, that. I think it's all about balance. You can't shut one out over the other, which is why I don't have texture on my skin is because I've stayed on top of doing peels, microdermabrasions, facials. You got to stimulate your skin from the outside. Also, not just like what you're taking on the inside. I do feel that's important, but I think the first step really needs to be internal. Of course, you got to st still deal with the scarring and the texture and everything else. But for me, it was it was like a mindset change. I just woke up one day and I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like this is annoying and this is taking such a toll on my mental health. I can't just sit here and be like, oh, I don't like my skin. Like you can only say that for so long, but you have to like get up and do something about it, right? So I, it was just one of those days for me where I was in extreme pain and my skin wasn't where I wanted it to be. And my body just didn't feel like my body. And that's when I just woke up and I'm like, okay, I need to go seek help. And I need to be dedicated. There's no point of going and asking someone for help if I'm not going to do everything they ask of me, right? You have to right. follow through. So it was it was like a really big mental change that took place for me. It was like that commitment. And honestly, being in the pandemic helped a lot because I had a little more time to be kind of like a stickler for principle and follow everything. So yeah, I loved what you said to me when I asked, um, you know, how are you handling COVID? So we had seen, you had come to see me in March. It was March 13th, I only saw you Friday. Yeah. So March 12th. So the day before I said, oh my goodness, I'm going virtual. There's a pandemic. It was the March 13th, just before the March break. And I remember the month later when you said, I asked you, how are you handling COVID and how you just kind of dove in with acceptance and realizing you could take advantage of the time to take care of yourself and nourish you. And rather than going into panic mode, because as a makeup artist, that's your career. And that's where the you know finances come in and, and you can't do makeup clearly virtually. So you, and, and then and weddings and parties, they're canceled and, but you just embraced it. And I was, it totally inspired me and it, it made me really go, wow, I want to share you and this and, and how you just run with everything. And I, I think that with regards to acne, I think the shift might've been just recognizing even that you have polycystic ovary syndrome and that your condition is hormonally driven. Did you know that before? I did. And that's why I think it was so much harder for me to figure out how to deal with it or manage it because it's something a lot of people just don't understand, including medical professionals, because it's not openly talked about. It's so mm -hmm. common. But yet it's not yes. openly discussed, which is the type of messages I get on Instagram right now. Like, oh my God, thank you so much for sharing. And to me, I'm like, but it's just PCOS. Like I'm not even sharing anything that like big, but to a lot of people, it is big because no one talks about it. Right. No. And you know what? I, I, I'm just going to throw this right out there because it's in my head. I look at you right now and your face, you are glowing. Mm -hmm. So what we want to know is, is there acne on your face right now or is it hidden with makeup? So right now I actually don't really have acne. I just have a bit of texture because I got a facial done two days ago. So my skin's peeling, but yeah, makeup helps. You can't really tell there's too much peeling. <laughs> well, no and what's so amazing. Yeah. yeah. I lo we love hearing this. And, you know, you were saying then that in March, that's when you started shifting your lifestyle and your own mental attitude. Yeah. And now look at you, it's only September, right? So that's not that long. What's that? Half Six a months? Year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I actually feel like a new person. Um, I forgot who I was having this conversation with. And I said, honestly, on this journey, like, it wasn't just Oh, like, take these supplements and do this, do that. And you're gonna just be fine. Like, I actually internally feel like a different human being on a spiritual level, because I feel so much more connected to my body, and its needs and 
just like how to treat it. Whereas before, I think it was more like I was driven by, I just want clear skin. Now I'm driven by like, how can I treat my body in the best way, whether it's my mind, my skin, gut health. And just so when I wake up, it's not like, Ooh, what's going on. It's more like, Oh, I love myself. Right. Oh, that's that so beautiful. Yeah. So then take it. us through what you're actually doing during the day. People will always want to know what you're doing, right? I know for sure. Like in terms of my acne or just like my lifestyle? Well, because acne, like, you know, are, the premise of this is that, yeah. you know, beauty really starts from the inside out. So what are you doing for your beauty regimen from your inside? So basically I start my day with a cup of hot, water and I put lemon and inositol I think that's how you pronounce it right and yeah. Dr. Tanya and so I, I I take that on an empty stomach and I will add green tea into it also just because I love a green tea in the morning I feel like it kind of wakes me up and after that I usually will work out and then get to my breakfast shower and start my day I feel like once I work out in the morning it's out of the way and that's another huge thing that I had to adjust I had zero strength. I hadn't worked out in three years. And when I saw Dr. Tanya, she's like, you got to move. And I'm like, I know. And I know I have to move. And I just couldn't do it for all these years. I just got lazy or had excuses and I just started. So that's a big part of actually my lifestyle change that also helps with acne. Yeah. So already you've done, you know, three or four amazing, you know, impactful things. So you wake up, you're improving your stomach acids to help you break down your meals for the day with the lemon water and you're hydrating your body and your skin. You're taking myo-inositol, which helps with androgen excess, which is when, you know, the like the driving force of acne. And it also helps with insulin resistance, which is also well, actually the real driving force is insulin resistance, which kind of hikes up testosterone, which creates the acne, excess sebum, bacteria, and then the acne. So you're kind of doing all these things and then you're improving insulin resistance with exercise. And you're also reducing your stress hormones by burning off cortisol excess and you're doing all of this in the morning. I love it. I love how you've just embraced it and prioritized. Yeah. And so how, you know, you said before, like three years ago, it's like, there's no way I'm not going to, you know, move or do anything. So what had you all of a sudden do this big shift? Like, was there an aha moment? Yeah. I felt like what I was seeing on my face wasn't just acne. It was my body crying for help. A lot of times when you're a slim person and you look a certain way, people just assume you're so healthy just because you're petite doesn't mean you're healthy. Like that's a big misconception until this day when I talk about bloating or anything right away, people body shame and they're like, please, you're tiny. You're not allowed to even complain about bloating or anything like that. So I do think there's this misconception. And so for me, seeing my skin be a certain way was that aha moment. Like, okay, your body is speaking to you. It's up to you if you want to take that message or not. So I'm like, you know what? I have zero strength. And I actually cried when I first started working out. This is like, very oh. personal. oh, and no, you're a 32 year old woman and you're crying because you're working out. But literally uh-huh. I had no strength. And I'm like, wow, like I am so weak. Like this is disgusting. Like, I mean, like I shouldn't have felt like <laughs> about myself. And I'm being honest, yeah. right? you sometimes yeah. speak to yourself like that. And now that's another thing that has changed. I don't speak to myself that way. Good, right. In our head. So important. Yes, it affects your mental health, which again goes into yes. the circle of hormonal health, right? Because everything's mm-hmm. yes. connected. And yeah, I just. Totally. Yeah, I was like, I have to start moving. And I'm like, it's okay. If all I can handle is a three minute workout, 
I will do a three minute workout today, take a day off three minute workout another day. And that's how I literally built up my strength. So I couldn't use resistance bands, nothing like I could barely even just do it with my own body. And now I use the strongest resistance bands when I work out because it just stayed consistent. Yeah. Look at you. It's such an important message that you start from where you are and you love yourself as you are. And then as you're making the shifts that it's not about the, like, it's always about the journey. It's not the end point. Yeah. And I think we get so stuck on like the end product that we're not focused on how do we just get there in a peaceful way. So I told myself, you're not going to rush this you don't put this pressure on yourself. Like, okay, I started working out. So now by like two months, I must have abs or this and that. It's literally just about moving and just move and get things flowing in your body. And And it sounds like you are meeting yourself in the present moment versus, you know, trying to aspire to something that you are not, which only separates you and has you feeling uh, adding self-judgment in is often the case, right? So it sounds like you were at peace as you're going through it. Yeah, I was like, honestly, it's just been a whole different journey. Like I said, it's so much more than acne for me. Like, it's like really connecting with your body, which I think is super important that is often overlooked with acne or PCOS. It's, we just go straight into like protocols, but not actually connecting with yourself, which I really liked with um, Dr. Tanya, like it's a holistic approach. It's a lifestyle change. It's not just, oh, you take these two things and your life's going to be great. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. Like how do you fix your body and how to meet you where you're at in this moment. And and that's part of the philosophy of Chinese medicine as well, right? You know, Mm -hmm. you gotta love yourself as you are, not the someday, one day, maybe I will. (laughs) Embrace yourself, exactly. Walk us through the rest of your day. So then you, then what? Nutrition wise? Sometimes I do get thrown off my schedule. I don't want to put out this image that I'm so like on top of everything and perfectly following things. I am human. I do have days where I'm tired Mm -hmm. and not happening, right? I will just make the tea and the workout can wait till later in the day. But most of the times I do try to do what I said. And then, yeah, I will get to work after I shower and everything. A lot of times my work is admin based if I'm not with a client. So I'm working on building my business, getting back to emails, contracts, Um, just doing all that kind of stuff. Um, And then I will go into actually doing a service if I have someone booked in that day. And I take breaks. I think that's really important, which I didn't know how to do before. I have a really poor work-life balance. I'm still working on it now. So now I'm trying to be mindful and take those breaks, maybe like work outside in my backyard instead of cooped up inside or uh, just other things like that. And that's kind of it in that sense. Um, I will get to the end of my day and maybe unwind. I do put my phone away now. I put, um, what's it called? Controls, I think, on your phone where oh, you yeah. can put timers and not be on a certain app longer than an X amount of time. But that's basically, honestly, my day is pretty simple when I'm out of bridal season. Bridal season, on the other hand, it's a whole other story. Like I'm right. out of the house for like 14 hours, 16 hours. I'm not eating I am on two hours of sleep. So that's a whole different kind of day. But right now it's calmer. So it sounds like, oh, that's all you do. But like, it's busy, but it's not that kind of busy. So then let's ask you this. 
yeah. because you know we're in a in the midst of a pandemic things do look different so yeah. now do you have a strategy in place for the future when it goes back to you know whatever the normal will be and having those 12 14 hour days so what would your strategy be because of course you know you don't want to not eat at all right yeah so I actually got a hint of that like recently when I had a few busy days so I was like oh my god I'm so overwhelmed I'm slacking I'm not taking like my meals on time I'm not sleeping enough I'm not just paying attention to my body and I was like okay this is a good wake-up call because this is going to be your life next year all over again and you do need to figure out how are you going to balance this and it's it's hard like I'm trying to find ways like for example uh, I do like a pill box now. So all my supplements are ready to go. I just open it. Boom. I know what I'm taking in the morning. I know what I'm taking in the evening. And I do it once a week, which beats opening like five different containers twice a day. So that's one thing I've implemented that really helps. Um, I've also told myself that you have to cap yourself at a certain amount of work hours in a day. So if you are going to take bookings, don't overbook yourself, even though I don't usually do that. Like I always spread myself out between clients. I'm telling myself it's okay. Not every weekend needs to be morning till evening. Maybe you take half a day off. So I'm trying to figure out like scheduling things because I think that makes a huge difference for me or anyone that's busy, right? But yes. other than that, it's it's more of a mental thing. Like you really just have to put yourself first. I know it sounds so generic, but you really do have to do that. Like, okay, I don't need to maybe reply to this email right now. Maybe I'm just going to go have that meal and not get this urge of, oh my God, if I don't reply right now, it's the end of the world. Yes. Well, it's not generic, right? I mean, that's why the whole purpose of this podcast, which is called yeah. Embrace You First, because no matter what people, especially type A's like us, we yeah. just, and we have the energy level to keep going, doesn't necessarily mean that it's good for us. And then we can fall back and have these bad habits. So I think it's very relevant to have this conversation as a reminder, like all the time, because we forget, we all have short-term memory. Yes. And, and, and we don't, effort, sorry, I forgot to say, it's like, okay. you have to figure out your life. So what may work for yes. me may not work for you. So I know that maybe I get lazy later in the day. So yes, I might be exhausted. I might have a long day, but I need to just wake up early. So these days I've been kind of busy, even though it's more on the admin side, because the work has started to slow down. I still wake up at seven because I know that's the only way I'm going to be able to do what I want to do without feeling like, oh crap, it's now 8 p.m. and I didn't work out. I didn't do this for myself or that for myself. So now it allows me to have that hour or two in the morning to just like work in a Zen way versus like, oh my God, hopping from one task to the other, which is what works for me. But maybe for someone else, it's at 12 p.m., right? Yes, and we love that as that we see you as this accomplished, successful career woman, and you're now recognizing the boundaries. So perhaps not always accepting a gig in order to protect yourself and your energy and making sure you can follow through with the four pillar, pillars of getting enough exercise, eat, feeding your body, nourishing your soul, your mind, your body, and getting enough sleep. And then maybe you do have some, you know, times during busy seasons where you're going to be cut short on these things, but you can still move through those times with the basics and more energy. Let's get back to this because we're talking a lot about the inside, the mindset and the lifestyle and dietary piece, but now actual practical piece in terms of someone has acne, 
what are you doing for the makeup? Like, it, are there a couple of tips that you can share with us for people with acne right now that they can do for their face to get on a Zoom call? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So again, fully experienced in this department, aside from being a makeup artist. So I guess acne came in handy in that way because I know how to handle it for my clients. So one of the things people can do at home is get a really good foundation or concealer. And I know that seems like an obvious one, but a lot of foundations just don't have the right coverage for acne. So one that I personally love is called the Becca Ultimate Coverage Cream. And it is honestly amazing for scars, for acne, like any of those things, because it's very pigmented. It's one of the most pigmented foundations on the market. And a little goes such a long way. So I can actually show you a quick little technique. I know I have makeup on, yes. but I have a brush right here. So I'm just going to grab it. Okay. So, and, and because, hang on one second, because some of people are just going to listen to this, maybe you could describe it, right, as you go? Yeah, for sure. So I just picked up the Real Techniques, that's the brand, brush, and it's called Expert Face uh, Brush. Yeah, so it's Expert Face Brush. So I'm just showing you, but I know a lot of people will be listening to this. So basically, essentially, you want a brush that is tapered, but also is dense. If you want coverage, you got to go with a dense brush versus like something that's very flat and thin. So I usually just take the foundation and I only put it where I need it. And I put it with my finger and you have to make sure your hands are washed. Obviously, you don't want to put more bacteria onto your skin. <laughs> right. That's a big thing with acne. And then I just take the brush and I just dab. A lot of people will go in circular motions or rub it in. Yes. When you're covering, you must just stipple or dab the product. So you're not moving it. You're Good just tip. positing the pigment on the spot. Awesome. You yeah. know, and I'm, I don't have the acne thing. I, I have the age thing going on. So, you know, let's cover that next time. Right. <laughs> so I, I love it. I'm going to use the dab and not swirl. And I had the stick acne yeah. and would do the circles. So I, that makes sense to dab because then you're filling in the spaces between the acne, right? right. And you're not irritating right. the skin. We have to make sure because mm, obviously yes. the skin is already irritated and it's red and swollen. So by simply just doing this, you're keeping it calm and not aggravating the skin to get more inflamed and even bigger. Cause that's happened to me where the pimple was, Oh, it's okay. Not that bad. And then I touched it and started messing with it and it literally grew because it got aggravated. <laughs> yes. Yes. It gets more inflamed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's a powder. Sorry. Like with the brush clearly, right. You want to use like a, I'm oh, so no, clueless. That would be a liquid foundation that I was describing and you want to dab yes. and yeah, same technique with the powder. So I prefer like a more fluffy face brush for powder and you want to make sure again that you're just stippling and you're not rubbing the product and I think another mistake a lot of people make with acne is they use a thick layer of foundation everywhere because everyone wants it to be done quickly and yes you can do it quickly but don't do that because then you look cakey and you have all this extra coverage where you don't need it right especially on the right. outer perimeters of your face that's where I really just like on my forehead, whatever's left on my brush, that's all that goes on there. I don't really put on like actual, a lot of foundation on that area. Right. If right. you feel so inclined, I would love to see you doing a video on this and then being yeah. able to refer back to that because yes. it would really help people on their journey to healing their skin and feeling, you know, improving their self-confidence because mm -hmm. just the stress around the self-confidence sometimes increases people's cortisol and their hormones or stress hormones. And then their acne gets worse because they're just so worried about it. So just to give them a tool, you know, be amazing. I don't know. So if you're, if you're up for it, let us know. I, I would absolutely love to do that. And honestly, like I, what people 
forget and I have forgotten many times and I have to remind myself is, and I said this on Instagram, your skin does not define your self-worth. We put so much of our self-worth onto this area. And it's just crazy when you think about it. Like there's so many layers to a person, but yet most of our definition of who we are is just like what someone sees on our face or how we look to someone. Right. And like, I'm guilty of it all the time, but I've really started to like ease up on that. Like, Hey, if your skin goes crazy, it's not the end of the world. It will heal and it will get better. We are our biggest judges of ourselves and we often over magnify and we think people are only looking at the pimples, but really they're looking at our head to toe. We think that they're focused, we're focused and that people as individuals, and I've learned this in clinical practice are so focused on themselves. They often can't see out themselves outside of themselves to do the judgment. So really, although we're, you know, we're criticizing and worrying about our skin and how we look and everyone's doing it. So it's kind of taking that step back and just loving ourselves and not worrying about the judgment. I mean, I don't know if anyone in your career or through the years said anything rude. I'm sure they didn't. It was all, you know, it's like all what we put on ourselves and maybe they did, but those are, if they, yeah. Can you speak to that? Yeah. So I did get a lot of unsolicited advice with acne and people don't understand. Yeah. People don't understand hormonal acne. So especially older generation perhaps or just others who are not in the field oh you're you're getting these pimples because you're wearing makeup when I was younger I used to wear a lot more makeup now maybe it's like once or twice a week and like this is just because I'm on a podcast I put on more but even this I wouldn't wear this much on a day-to-day basis and yeah like people will just say like oh if you just don't wear makeup you're not going to get pimples it's it doesn't work like that like not for cystic acne it's so internal of course you have to clean your face and use good skincare products but I used to get a lot of advice like that or oh just go on the pill oh just take this one thing I think everyone thinks they have the answer but it is so personal so what may work for me may not work for you right if you have acne yes. of course, there's certain things like working out and eating cleaner that's like that's for any like type of condition that helps. Right. But certain specific things, I think people just kind of push that onto you. Um, and, and you know what, I will give you one example. So I, I, I'll get personal now, some juicy info. So I was dating someone and at that time my skin was fine when I first met them. And then a bit into that relationship, I think that was one of the offsets for my hormonal imbalance too, because that relationship was pretty traumatic and it put me through a lot. So my skin just went crazy. And I remember that person saying, oh, like, yeah, like when I first met you and you were like so pretty and didn't have pimples and it's just like people, like, oh. I mean, this wasn't the healthiest person I dated. Right. And, and that really does stick with you. It's like, wow. Like, you actually are supposed to know me on a whole other level and you're also so superficial. So there, there's so many like people who will say something or have an opinion. And then there's so many kind people too, who just, you know, who get it, who, even if they've never been through it, but yeah, like I have, I've had my share. <laughs> yeah. Thank wow. you for sharing. I think it's important to share both sides, yeah. you know, like the real, it's really important. It's real. Like people do go through it. And it does affect how you feel in a relationship. Like, you know, you mm-hmm. might think like that other person doesn't think you're beautiful because there just happens to be like some pimples on your face. And it's crazy because you're still you. It literally changes nothing. Fair enough. Before we close off with every episode, we want to 
end off on a high note, start on a high note, end on a high note. So what we would love for you to do is share what filled your cup today or, you know, what fills your cup in general. So for me, it's always grounding myself and putting my phone away. Like when you take breaks throughout the day, your mind is still going. So laying sometimes in the dark or just turning everything off really helps me. And I ask myself, like, how am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? Because I feel like most of the times we're in autopilot mode. So for me to show up as my best self, I really need to ask my own self first, what do I need? And I've started journaling and that has helped me a lot. And that's honestly the best way for me to fill my cup is just put myself first at some point in the day and ask myself, how am I feeling? And that's amazing. <laughs> amazing. So you reached for the stars. You yeah. are a success. You are a true inspiration to us and everybody listening Thank and you. watching. You found your flexibility. You've learned to set boundaries. And I think so many people can learn from you. So follow Prerna on social media and uh, like, comment, uh, add, you know, your share. Yeah. And we'll have uh, a show notes. So we'll have all your particulars and even all the products that you've mentioned. We'll definitely have it there. And I just need to add this. So you are so beautiful yeah. from the inside out. Like literally. Right? Like, <laughs> you are that. You are like, thank you for being here. And, oh, thank you. That means so much to me. <laughs>